Hey everyone, welcome to the Roost Teeth Podcast. <laughs> this week brought to you by Squarespace and Quip. Uh, I was a little distracted there at the beginning of the podcast. I'm Gus. I'm John. I'm Blaine. And I'm Gus. I have no idea what you're talking about. I want to. You find were talking out more about, about some Mortal Kombat girl they, that no, uh, so climax when, is higher and higher. No, so the when we we're coming in, the floor manager was counting down. There are five, four, three, two. They were getting louder and louder. And there's a mod in Counter Strike. Like CSGO and Source where Oh, Counter-Strike. Yeah, did I say Mortal Kombat? You said Mortal Kombat. No, like every time they'd be like, <laughs> right? it would be you like a Mortal sexy Kombat. lady so, yeah. doing like sexy noises, whatever you gotta kill. So she'd be uh, like, double kill, uh, triple kill. And she'd like build up an orgasmic tone. Did you ever jerk the, off to that? No, but there were some, uh, <laughs> you know the sprays in, in Counter-Strike? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes people would lay down like some porn sprays and I was just a kid and I'd be like, <laughs> oh. It's just like look at that. <laughs> so there's just like this guy with the gun staring at a And then of course the, the person who drops the spray is camping right around the corner waiting for precisely that to happen. Opt me. So you're you're not a kid anymore. I, I hate to bring it up. Oh Wait, how old are you now? Uh twenty eight. Yeah. So uh, I, I I didn't realize that it was uh, your birthday until this morning. You know, some social media platform. No, you play that off as let like me know. that uh, that this was his gift that you were giving him is to be on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, no, that was totally it. No, but in reality, the the real gift is uh, just off camera, uh, somewhere over there. What did we get off camera? Is it Wes? Is he a uh, the, the 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 broadcast boys. Oh look Put at this! Is that a? This is your birthday. I'm turning three. Is it three? <laughs> What did they put it into? It's a birthday cake flavored protein bar. <laughs> yes! <laughs> hey, look at this. We're not singing for you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, got my wish. Okay. Wait. As in you got your wish or you know what wish you're going to wish I thought for? of my wish. I know what my Do wish is. Do we have is. gifts? Yeah, and oh, masks. And stuff, yeah. So you can be uh, Chewbacca. One of those guys with the red. What were they called? Uh, Praetorian Guards. That's so a good nerd. Phasma. Pr Is that Praetor Ray? Ray. Praetorian? I can't so, yeah, here you go. One, which one do you Knock want yourself to Chewy. Out. You want to be Chewy? Oh, we're going to. There's noisemakers. Nope, they're not noisemakers. <laughs> <laughs> they're just party favors. Just insert insert noise close. here. Someone, uh, Peter Hayes, insert a noise, quick. Uh, but he doesn't, gifts, he doesn't do noise. No, <laughs> Peter, you need to do a noise, but it's the orgasm lady from Counter-Strike. <laughs> <laughs> Double Let kill. me give you a few. <laughs> Wait, does it? No, it isn't a noise thing. It's just a tube. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I also got you a couple other things here. If you want to pass uh, them down for Blaine. One of these mine? No. Damn it. See, when you came in, it was your birthday. You brought gifts for everyone. I did! Where's my gifts? Yeah, I was thinking about doing that, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to copy John's shitty thing. <laughs> Alright. I'm a very hairy stormtrooper. <laughs> Reporting for duty, sir! The, the winter stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate mashup. This one like seems that. to have calories on it, so... So, well, yeah, we hope you liked the, uh... The birthday, the birthday cake protein <laughs> bar. Because there's, the three, there's three you're doubling down there. on the protein shakes. Okay, nice. Let's see. Okay, you've got a picture of birthday cake on it. Seven grams of fat, 22 grams of carbohydrates, protein is 20 grams. How much sugar? Sugar alcohol? It's five grams. <laughs> okay, it's not good. Uh, you get drunk on that. One gram. <laughs> yeah. Sugar alcohol counts. Yeah. Uh, and then one other thing there. What else you get? Who wrapped these? I don't know. <laughs> Aw, is this... Star Wars underwear? What is this? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a large child shirt. Right now. Right now. I want to see <laughs> how much circulation that is going to cut off. 
<laughs> I like the, the Battlestar Galactica style punch in there from the camera. A little shaky and then boom. <laughs> put on your shirt. Can you put it on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. It's sprayed on. It's literally just paint. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. It's a perfect fit. It's so good. <laughs> I'm gonna wear this to Disney. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Orlando in a couple weekends. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh you're, you're going, going too. I'm going there too. Wait, did we... So, okay, we, this is going to go one of two directions. You're going to either get mad at us for not inviting you, or if we had invited you, you would have been like, fuck no, I'm not going to do that. We did invite him to Disney, didn't we? I no. don't think so. No. <laughs> I said we're going to Disney, and I asked if you were down, and you're like, no. No. I'm pretty Prove sure. Prove it to me. you said you were leaving. That's why you guys are coming yeah, in and doing thing. Yeah, you guys are going to be in the oh, first okay. part. A day early. We're, we're staying a day after, oh, gotcha. and you're going to go to uh, that, that, your, your excuse makes sense Disney now. World. This is UV, UV protection. <laughs> Um, but then we're going, what is this, what's the Star Wars thing we're going this we're, Sunday night? Uh, about? we're going to Galactic Nights, is that what it's called, Wes? Which I don't know, it has, Wait, how long have they been doing that for? Uh, it's a Star Wars party. Two years. Two years? What is that? It's a Star Wars party at, like, Disney, it's at, at the Hollywood, the Disneyland Hollywood Studios. They, like, Disney keep it World, open Hollywood, late, whatever, and I think they have, like, a bunch of Star Wars related shit. Yeah. You have, like, a rave with lightsabers and shit? Probably. That'd be cool. You're probably not far off from the truth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna do like casual Star Wars cosplay slash just normal clothes. Yes. Like I'm gonna do like casual Han Solo. And I'm gonna steal uh, Tony Simonetta's outfit he made for his Star Wars oh, uh, marathon. Jessica Negri retweeted like a sexy Kylo, Ren, a male sexy Kylo Ren drawing. Yes. Uh, you should, you should dress up like yes. that. Get Jessica's outfit she wore in her photo and you wear it. And we'd have to modify it because I don't think it would cover junk. No, she, re she retweeted another drawing that was like a different interpretation. This one. Yes. Oh, oh that's that's uh, that's shown off a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get to go do that. Yeah. Have you been to MegaCon before? No. So uh, we we went to MegaCon a couple of times when. Uh, I hope I sent that image to the right person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I say that to myself the right all the time. Hopefully. Um, we, when Rich Teeth went to MegaCon a couple times years ago when we were first starting out, but we would cycle through events, and MegaCon never came up in like the rotation of events that I went to. You just didn't go. Right. Uh, I, went, I would go to other Florida events, but right. other people would go to MegaCon, and I wouldn't go to it. I'm just so, really glad that we finally get to all four of us best friends go to MegaCon. Dun, dun, dun. That's, that's, how, that's how you should. That's like up. Borat meets Kylo Ren. No, he wasn't Borat. My wife. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was the my Borat life suit. Save it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I've never been. I'm. I'm, I'm interested to, What's that? to see it. There's a funny tweet that was out there. That was recently I read that it was like the dialogue kind of tweets where it's like a guy talking to his, his like therapist. Oh. Like, <laughs> if I am, uh, I was told that if I uh, impersonate Borat anymore, then I will get a divorce. And the therapist goes, "By who?" <laughs> He's like, <laughs> just holds breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna change it into my other shirt because this one's. Are you able to breathe? <laughs> if you bend over, does it just ride up? I, I wonder. I don't think I can rip out of it. It's meshy. Yeah, it's a little too. Um, well, but Megacon's like huge, right? It's like a, it's a, like a massive. Uh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum's going. Oh really? I hope we get to meet him. Speaking of Nikri, I think Jessica's gonna be there as well. Really? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah! Can they come to Disney with us? Can I have a Ryan I, for I my birthday? I'd like a Ryan for my birthday. You <laughs> you can have him every other weekend. Yeah, it's been a, a long time since I've done. Uh, Missed the cut. 
broadcast. An event in uh, Florida, so I'm, a convention in Florida, so I'm excited to, uh, I to check it out. I will not putting this on. I don't like my body. Goodbye. You've been climbing real good, though. I've been climbing. And lifting real good. I've been climbing and lifting. Um, <laughs> as I talk to my friend behind a chair. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Someday, someday I will like me. Someday. You know, you, you, sh you should like you. I, oh, I know I should. I like me and look at this. I, I mean, I got like, I got jiggles. I wish I had, I wish I had your body confidence. <laughs> because no matter, like, and I, like, you just always just, no matter what, don't care. And yeah. I appreciate that. Once you reach the level of like... I'm good here. I can maintain this, or I can sink back down into like you know gaining some pounds. But I know that I can at least reach back up to this point. Yeah. Like that's where I'm at, and that's fine. Like yeah. right now, I'm like, well, people can be like, oh, fucking Blaine. But like right now, I feel like I'm like kind of on the uh, less. Trying, I'm, now I'm, you're I'm like I'm not cut right now. I'm not cutting right now, and you're I'm just softer. eating you're a little softer. Yeah, and I'm eating whatever, and that's fine, and I feel like I look okay, and yeah. like, that's okay, but like, you know. Oh, you think you look okay? Yeah, but that's like, nice. well, no, what I'm saying is like. <laughs> I should not be making those kind of jokes, because that's me perpetuating a, a mental state that I deal with as well, where constantly, like, I have one moment out of every hundred moments where I'm like, I like me, and then the rest of the time, I'm like, I'm shit, that's all it is, so I really should not be saying things like that to you. But yeah, I mean, it's just like one of those things that it's like. It's I posted like, a really good picture of your butt today. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> once you reach that level where it's like maintenance, and you're just you're just yes. gonna be happy. You're gonna enjoy it. I hope. Yeah. The I the 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 point where I feel like I would get to that point is if I could finally someday match could get rid of my love handles. I've had love handles my entire life, and no matter how much I have lost here and have gotten a flatter stomach, or no matter how much my chest has grown or anything like that, I still have this weird silhouette where it just goes boop, and then it goes down no matter what, and I'm like. Just something, get rid of those, because everything else is part is getting on the train. Everything else is getting on the train of getting into shape. Those are like, no, fuck you, we stay. Yeah, those are it's their pain in the ass. Peter Hayes did it already. <laughs> Just want to say, it's already done. It's already done. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I wish we could have some sort of like we could submit Peter to some sort of gift making competition. Did he do the orgasm one? Uh, I couldn't hear it very well. I don't want to turn it. Oh, up. was there audio? Yeah, there was audio. Um, didn't know he. Half chub right now. Um, speaking of chubs and penises, there is someone at Rooster Teeth, and I don't know who it is, but it's a male, and they are pissing on top of the urinal. <gasps> I noticed that. And I did too. They, they clean it off. It? They clean it off, but then it always gets up there. So it's either someone really tall with zero control over their penis, or it's someone <laughs> wait, 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 penis. <laughs> but I don't know what it is like. What leads to <laughs> to this action to where it just gets everywhere. Or maybe it's like they're really tall with a really small penis. Maybe. And it like, that, maybe like that's where it ends right there on top of the urinal. I got I got another possibility. Maybe they have an erection. <sighs> yeah, then you do like the lean thing. Teeth. Having peeing with an erection. It's never convenient, but it's never convenient. If if you're peeing with an erection, you would get a lot more up there. Yeah. It's never like a flood. Oh, do they have the video? Is maybe what one maybe one of the are we looking at that? Maybe. Mega kill, <laughs> rampage, headshot. Uh, maybe one of the best uh, visual gags from movies that still saves me f to this day is uh, 40 Year Old Virgin when Steve Carell's character sits down after hungover one day. He always says morning wood every day and then pees right at himself. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, me, myself, and Irene did that 
Whereas like post, oh, he's like, why am I peeing? Like I just had sex all night. Yeah, because he's because he did with his other. He like uses a mirror or a picture frame to like guide the, <laughs> the toilet. God, I, I I saw that film in the theater, and I don't think I've seen it again since it came it's out. It's not a very good movie. No, I remember leaving and be like, no, that was not great. That's yeah. on the ass end of the Fairly Brothers, like like '90s, like control over the comedy film genre. Yeah, yeah, they did a couple when they did Joe uh, Hal. I know that I felt like they had Heartbreak another kid. They had another big one I forgot about. Uh, I mean, what what were their what were the Father Brothers like? Actual like really good successful movies. I mean, Dumb and Dumber. They did. Uh, oh, Dumb and Dumber's them. I the King, King was not is it Kingpin or the one where they with the yeah. bowling? Yeah, Kingpin. Kingpin. Uh, Dumb and Dumber was their piece de resistance. What? Something about Mary. Something about Mary. The other one as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber and something about Mary. Those are the other ones I always think about. Killing it in the '90s. I still look up to Dumb and Dumber. That's like one of my favorite. Just like in terms of like a uh, couple, like a dynamic yeah. duo. Like, oh, they're so fucking funny. It's Jeff Daniels. Like, obviously Jim Carrey impresses you in that movie because he's just funny. But like Jeff Daniels, not being a comedian, not being a comedic actor, and not really even doing it very much since then. But still, like, throw him into that role next to Jim Carrey, and they he, he's not like. Left in the dust by Jim at yeah. any point. No, that, that movie is so good. I, if I'm flipping through the TV and Dumb and Dumber's on, like I stop on Dumb yeah. and Dumber. Like I will always put that on. There's a there's a theater in Alamo Draft House in town that every time I've gone there, it's been a shit fucking movie. And I saw Dumb and Dumber two there, but I also saw like I think I saw Fifty Shades of Grey, like Dumb and Dumber, or is that what you mean? The second one, yeah, with the with. Uh, Carrie and oh wait, Dumb and Dumber two was the yeah. and the Dumb and Dumber was right. the uh, that, prequel. That's, that's so confusing. And I saw I saw Fifty Shades of Grey there, and then I also saw uh, uh, fucking Suicide Squad there. He's just like every time you I need go to there, stop going. To that theater. I need to. I think it's a cursed theater. Mueller's yeah. Mueller's got a good track record. I will say this though, I have learned something about myself as as a movie fan. I I obviously hate it when I go to a movie and I'm expect I really want this movie to be good, and I go and it it fails and it's bad and I come out like yeah. unsatisfied. I have now learned that if I already know a franchise or a movie's going to be bad and that's what I'm signing up for and I'm going to go see a bad movie, I can have a fantastic yeah. time. It's all about setting those expectations appropriately. Like seeing the the new mummy, I knew it was gonna be crap and I was looking so forward to it and I went and saw it and it was great. That's how I feel about the next Jurassic World. I am so excited about this pile of dirt. That's that's a mindset that I have Towards everything in life, where if you go in with like really shit low expectations, it can only go better. Like things will like surprise you at how good they can be. But if you're expecting nothing, then you're just like, well, yeah. But you well, don't do that with every. Kratos movie. actually says that in the new God of War. He's like, keep your expectations low, or something. And I was like, that's that's yeah, I live by that. So there was a what was it? The the mummy was supposed to kick off. What was it the Dark Universe or yeah, the Dark the Dark Universe cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. Dooku. But apparently they had already tried to launch the dark cinematic universe. Yeah, with Dracula. Uh, Dracula Untold. And it ended with a cliffhanger. Like the guy was like, let the games begin. Yep. And, and then they're like, <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 no. We didn't mean it. We didn't mean it. The games have not begun. We did not let the games begin. Now we mean it. And then Mummy came out and they went, well, now we really well, don't mean it. <laughs> everyone, everyone wants to have that fucking universe, that yeah. cinematic universe. They want their, that their own. Everyone sees what Marvel's doing. They're like, we want that too. But everyone wants to jump too fast into it. They Has, took a set or they took a cast photo for the dark universe. So good. And it was like Johnny Depp and Tom Cruise and Javier Bardem, Javier Bardem like a bunch of big names. And yeah, I guess they had this whole. Has anybody else 
gotten close to the success of the MCU as far as creating it. Like everyone keeps trying. Like even King Kong Skull Island ends with that slideshow right. presentation of all the other monsters. Oh, Godzilla's in that, right? Yeah, and like Mothra, Mothra. and that kind of thing. Has anybody else like act like with their attempts succeeded? Would Technically, you, X Men. Would you consider that's not an extended universe? I guess. Would you consider is? what Star Wars is doing with Rogue One and now Solo? Oh, yeah. kind of a, I would. I would. I, I would. I think I'll consider it more once they start having new characters and new stories, like with the John Favreau series, yeah. where they say it's supposed to be between. Jedi and um, Force Awakens. Right. Also, I wouldn't consider the Star Wars 1 through 9 a cinematic universe. It's just a series. Just yeah. like I wouldn't consider the Fast franchise a cinematic universe. Oh, you better be careful. Tim Gettys will show up. Uh, no, I'm not saying they're uh, they're bad, although we'll argue that till the dying breath. Uh, that it's just a it's just a, a franchise. A, cinema, a shared cinematic universe is like Iron Man is a movie and has its own series. Captain America is a movie and has its own series. And, like, and then they all come together in shared moments. But no one else does that. Mm -hmm. Except Marvel. I think there's like... Uh, DC has done it on TV. What? The Flashverse, yeah. basically. Or the Arrowverse. Arrowverse oh, is what it is. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the animated series. Because like there was some where they'd have Superman appear on Batman. Batman oh, would appear oh. on Superman. Remember when the Harlem Globetrotters would be on Scooby-Doo sometime? Hell yeah. yeah. Those are just like It was like the cameos. same thing, yeah. No, or Phyllis Diller would show up. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. eight years old. And I don't know who Phyllis Diller is, but she's really funny. <laughs> Flintstones would be on the Jetsons and vice versa. That, yeah, was, a shared, that was a shared thing, yeah. Um, but what about, I guess Deadpool's kind of, I haven't seen Deadpool 2 yet, X-Men's probably the closest They're kind of doing it point. with, yeah, with X-Men. Yeah. They're doing a lot of that crossover because stuff. Because he makes references to the other movies in there, and then also makes references to the other Wolverine movies. And so, yeah, actually Deadpool, I mean, Wolverine, I guess, to a certain extent, because Logan is definitely a, a, a shared mm -hmm. uh, event. But yeah, so X-Men, I guess, has done it and has gotten... Well, there's also those other Wolverine movies that weren't good. The, yeah. Well, I mean, the, all the Wolverine movies were not good except for Logan. Logan. Yeah, Logan's the only one. But, no, there was Wolverine Origins was dog shit. I thought The Wolverine wasn't terrible. Was, it was The Wolverine director. the one where he goes to Japan? Yeah. Or was yeah. That, oh, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked that movie it. It was very sucked. awful. The, <laughs> the, the, the Silver Samurai, like, uh, big old, like, yeah. robot at the end. Blah. <laughs> Hated that movie. Yeah, it's bad. I agree. It's terrible. <laughs> I thought there's some cool shit. Remember that part when he's like surrounded by ninjas and they all got <laughs> arrows in him and he's getting pulled in all these directions with all these arrows? Yeah. That's cool. That was a cool moment. Dude, and they you know what also had cool moments? Justice League. Justice League had a couple of cool moments. Dog shit. Yeah. Dude, that's uh, how a movie can work. There was <laughs> there was an X-Men Wolverine game. I think it was after Origins. There's yeah. been two really good fucking Wolverine games. Yeah. Have you played those? Yeah, that that, that one had a, a great commercial, too. That was like the first-person perspective. I think Rupert Sanders directed it. Like the first-person perspective where he's escaping prison. That's been the joke is that the game's been better than the movie. Yeah. Uh, they didn't make one for Logan, though. I guess that would have been like really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Just been putting down a You movies. have to die at yeah. the end. You, you have, have to, to give pills to Professor X and make sure he takes them. Uh... Otherwise, oh, like his, that little what meter if, like, fills up, and then he has, a, has an episode. Right, we're past like Logan spoilers at this point, Absolutely. right? So, what if you did the game and you had to have a point where you just had to fight Professor Xavier and kill him at the end? Aww. <laughs> like, it, not not just Professor Xavier, but like a demented. Oh, that's so sad. That's so. Uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, we just recorded a, a review for uh, Deadpool Two. That comes out this week. Oh, did you see it? I did. Did you like it? I did. I heard that they like did pickup shots to like play up like Domino and stuff because she was apparently really cool. Uh, I don't know about the pickup shots to pick up Domino. I know there was rumor that they had done pickup shots to fix it because of people's reactions to early screens, but then that was later debunked as not actually true. Yeah. Um, they might have done some pickups to like play up something, but uh, 
uh, move generally really good. I yeah, I don't want to really hear about it, but it looks keep, fantastic. Like you said, keep those expectations low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's oh. gonna suck. Yeah, I thought I, I thought the first one was was okay. I think I wasn't as crazy about it as most people. I thought it was fine. Yeah, uh, I think maybe I, I I had that situation where it was overhyped for me. I didn't watch it right away, and we talked about how great it was, and I think I set my expectations too high, which is my fault. I I went into God of War with no expectations. I was just like, yeah, this will be a game. Oh my god, it's so good. It's really good. It's so good. I need a PlayStation. I I don't have a PlayStation. I haven't owned a PlayStation since two. Ooh. Um, and uh, like so you it, never played like Last of Us. No, never played Uncharted? Last Uncharted. No, never played Uncharted. I've never even played a Tomb Horizon. Raider game. Um, oh, the Tomb Raider games are good. The, yeah, the recent one. I have the PC. I have the recent one on PC. And I just keep not playing it. You know how we do with Steam games, where it's like it's there. I could play it. I own it. I paid for it. I just haven't played it. Um, but like between God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn and and the numerous other ones, and then like Spider Man's on the horizon. I'm just like I need to play that Spider-Man well, game. You need to support PlayStation because if as a film fan, PlayStation's like one of the, like the last people I think that's supporting. Well, no, there's there's Nintendo, but they're really supporting like strong single-player campaigns, yeah. narratives, which I'm like all for. That's yeah, like I, same. I yeah. I'm not a very good video game player. I don't do very well in multiplayer games. Yeah. I like single-player narratives. Except for Rainbow Six, yeah, I don't, even Rainbow Six. Like, PUBG is the only place I can be decent. That's all. PUBG. Just get a free PlayStation, like I did. I need a. F How do you do those? Where's the you sign get, up? You get pranked by Chris and Bernie, and then oh. EA feels pity for you and throws you on. Okay. With some, some someone in chat on the website said we talk about movies too much. I think I don't think we talk about movies enough. What should we talk about instead of movies? We should talk about more movies. We should talk about more movies. I but, saw a good movie before this that. Before we talk about movies, we should talk about Squarespace. Squarespace? Do they make movies? <laughs> they don't. But if you if you like <laughs> movies, you can make a. A fan page or oh. a fan website. So I want to remind everyone, this episode of Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace offers beautiful, award-winning designer templates. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. It's an all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. They made it easy to set up or transfer your domain on Squarespace. Instead of working with multiple vendors to maintain your online presence, you're able to manage all your domain and billing settings with Squarespace and take advantage of their easy-to-use DNS interface. It's never been easier to sell products or services online. Squarespace allows you to manage your products, orders, and inventory easily. Squarespace can also provide you with a comprehensive set of marketing tools to engage with your audience and get found across search and social to grow your following. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com slash roosterteeth for 10% off your first purchase. And you know, we've been asking you guys to share your Squarespace creative websites, and we've gone through, picked a few more of our favorites to show off. And as a reminder, with Squarespace, you too can make sites like this. So be sure to tweet at us with the hashtag RT Squarespace. And here's a few of our favorites. We got those queued up. First up, we have underscore title underscore Alba. Oh, that's great. Is that a butt? Looks like there's some butt there. That is a butt. Nice. Uh, and a bo next, I saw the bomber man. Next, we got Starkin3. Ooh. Design. I like that this is all where artists and designers put their stuff. Yeah, because it looks good. And last, we got RTAH Follower. I wonder what they like. Pins. All right. So thanks for showing us your sites and thanks for supporting the podcast and supporting Squarespace. Do you think you could smother somebody to death with this pillow? Yes. Yes. Uh, what, what, <laughs> what did you see this weekend? Uh, I went and saw RBG, the doc oh, on yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. How was that? Um, it was so good. I, I, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a, is, is, I, I almost said the word character, but she's a, 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 a historical figure at this point, someone who still lives. Um, that is one of those people that, like, 
I know I should admire this person. I know there's someone of importance in history and, and in my actual current space right now. Um, but I've not taken the time to actually learn about them and know much about them. I know that the, just from the people around me and, and how they react to this person, I should admire this person, but I, I don't know anything about him. So I, I went in and, and, and knew very little about her career and was amazed by what she has done in, in the, uh, the, you know, the Supreme Court space and everything like that. And did not expect to like be so emotionally, uh, uh, have such a strong emotional reaction to the film because of like what it dealt with and what it brought up. And, and she's like, she's one of my heroes now. She she works out, and an 84 year old woman is at the gym wanting to put some muscle weight on. That's works cool. Out. I, I was talking to a friend. They were talking about this program called Silver Shoes, where it's like old people getting together and doing like workout stuff. Do some hardcore shit. But she, uh, awesome. uh, the doc was made masterfully, and it's so good. And she's such an interesting character, and her career is just amazing to follow through. And so I highly recommend going. I didn't realize it, it, I didn't realize it just opened not that long ago in limited release. No, limited release. It's one of those ones that Alamo is really pushing when they they find ones that they really want to promote. Um, it's definitely one of theirs. Um, so yeah, I, I want I want to see that. You yeah, mentioned uh, not like keeping up with like current events and stuff like that. I've been trying to make a more like a better effort of like keeping up with daily news and stuff like that. So yeah. then like I'll tell my echo to give me a news flash. I have to tell it to shut up most of the time because <laughs> shit is so sad. Yeah. And I just like, it'd be like 14 people died today. And I'd be like, yeah. Oh God, stop, stop. And it's really it's like, Hey, what happened in, in Gaza today? Let's that, that's, that's fun. Yeah. Um, uh, in a, in a more lighthearted <laughs> subject. <laughs> Uh, there's something else I wanted to talk about that we're working on internally. We're we're in we're in. Are you talking about pilots? Yeah, pilots month is happening. Pilots month. So so far, what did we release? We just released Brandon. We did Brandon. That's all we've. That's all it's been out so far. Uh, today is Monday, which means uh, next one is Gork. Oh, maybe we should talk about Gork. Maybe we should talk about Gork. Uh, so we we have uh, the intro uh, available on. Oh, know. do we? Yeah, it, uh, we can show the intro right to the people on on stream. I think I'm getting a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's show them the, the intro. That way they know what Gork's about. In 1983, Earth's top scientists set out to create a supercomputer which could answer every question. Instead, they accidentally built a machine which knew almost nothing and could only generate random questions. This generator of random questions, or Gork, was the first supercomputer. A super stupid computer. Gork's appetite for knowledge was insatiable, but his questions were so dumb and annoying, the scientists trapped him in his own universe with the provision he could only win his freedom once he learned the answers to every question. Welcome to Gork's Quest. So uh, I think that's the first time we're showing that. So we got uh, Todd out here, who's showrunner uh, on the show and kind of putting things together to talk with us a little bit about Gork's Quest. Showrunner and Gork Handler. From what I hear, I stole all of Todd's hair. My <laughs> <laughs> hair was looking really good. I was looking at it in the booth, by the way. I was like, man, I wonder what that's like. Actually, you're one of my four dads that's from right. the episode of On the Spot right. with me and I my felt four bad dads. For your one mom that day. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you say we're supposed to promote Gork's Quest? Let's change the subject. So, uh, so, what's the show all about? Gork's Quest uh, stars uh, kind of a as the his origin story, as you guys saw, showed a uh, you know kind of a stupid supercomputer who's trapped in this universe. So, so the opposite of the supercomputer in like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is supposed to answer the one big question, Gork yeah. just asks every question. <laughs> yeah, so he has to learn the answer to every question before he can be released. So 
he uh, we made a contract with him. He's kind of a diva. He's a long rider and all I'm that. Sure, but, sure. uh, <laughs> we basically have a panel of Rooster Teeth people, a rotating host. Uh, Blaine's going to be one of the hosts, uh, you know, if we get picked up for the season. And uh, just sort of cycle out. And we have really funny conversations and uh, sort of a loose game show. Uh, concept. How dare you make a game show? <laughs> it's not. A, I have the game show circuit figured out. Okay? Yeah, but it's not like the official game show. Well, Rooster Teeth. Not the official. Okay. <laughs> don't, 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 <laughs> worry, don't worry. Gork is still trapped. In, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can't, he can't bu fully bust out. He, he has a way to go until I think he learns all the answers. Although we were just talking about shared cinematic universes. If Gork's quest gets picked up for full like seasons, then we could like have the whole crossover kind of thing at some point. Oh yeah. Where Gork and me like meet, almost like when like how like more. <laughs> Was in uh, in Happy Days and that kind of thing. Wow, that's going back pretty far. I'm an Mork, Mork rhymes with Gork. Mork rhymes with Gork. Is, it, is that part of it? Gork is a real handful. Yeah, he's kind of. A, Blaine spends a lot of time with him, so yeah, he could speak to that. He's he's a uh, he's a little rude, is but he a also dick? he's no, he's, he's like he's like he's different. He's kind of hard to to handle. Is sometimes. it like is. Gork's story going to be something where he like we have to teach while he asks us questions we teach him how to be human and to not I, be I, such an I asshole. Think, <laughs> I think we <laughs> might have an example. Do we, do we have an example? Oh, do we, we have a, like uh, yeah? We have another clip. clip. We have a clip from the show actually. It's not just NASA footage. We're just going to show the whole yeah. uh, pilot right now. Can we cue that up? Yeah. Is it going? This is just a piece of what the your topic. My topic was ghosts. Oh, okay. We don't have those in my universe. Okay. Okay. Ghosts in the we machine. don't have those in this universe either. <laughs> you have ghosts everywhere. Yeah. Don't you have an entire show about Just ghosts, down, man? Right. It's, it's pitch week. <laughs> you already know there's no ghosts? What's with the show then? You need skeptics. Yeah, you need a non-believer. Okay, here we go. Uh, one, two, go. Have you ever peed on a ghost by accident? Yes. Why do ghosts always hang out in hotels? Uh, because that's where they died. What is an updated buzzword ghosts should use instead of boo? Uh, hey yo. <laughs> oh my god, that's a terrible answer. <laughs> Would you shit yourself on the spot if you saw the ghost of an elephant? No, I think that's rad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Jeremy immediately Put his foot in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> like during the month where his pilot of his show is going to come out that's about ghosts. Uh, so that's cool. That's coming out this week. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tomorrow 11 a.m. Central. Nice. 11 a.m. Central on the Roosty.com site. Gork's Quest. Check it out. First members. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about that. What else we got coming out this promo? Uh, we had Brandy, we had Gork, we got June uh, Hunters. Murder Room. Uh, Murder Room. Cheat, and uh, MDB animated. Animated. <laughs> that's what. That's what. Oh, Blaine that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited for all of them. This is like a lot of fun well, stuff. Thanks for uh, giving us a little sneak peek. Yeah, of, look uh, forward to Gork. I'm really excited. I gotta go clean up Gork's bed and trash. And <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do all sorts of stuff. For the kid. Gork. Oh, does he have a trailer? Oh yeah, it's a wreck, dude. Red Bulls everywhere. <laughs> He's a pig. The guy's Condoms. A pig. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need them. He's trying to understand them. <laughs> I think people will like them, but you know, it's, I, I really have to bear the burden. So okay. that's fine. Right. You take well, the thanks, thanks, for, thanks for helping us out with thanks, that. Todd. Thanks, guys. See you. Uh, so back to movies. Um, <laughs> no, I have actually a story that involves movies, but not actually. It's not about the movie itself. Okay. Uh, so I went out to LA, uh, uh, uh fucking just, brag about it. Uh, yep. I, so I went to LA like I do all the time, um, and hung out with, with Funhouse for a few days. We filmed more it. bragging. 
Is that bragging? Mm. <laughs> um, I hung out with Funhouse and we filmed like an episode of On the Spot in their new space out there. And uh, uh, one of the nights we were out there, they had a fan meetup. And so we were all at a, uh, a Dave and Buster's. And near the end of it, when it was like, when it was uh, uh, dying down, uh, Bruce texted me. And I was staying at his place and he texted me. He's like, hey, it's like around like nine o'clock. He's like, there's a, this is Thursday night, the premiere of Infinity War. Yeah. And he's like, hey, there's a 930 showing of 3D Infinity War upstairs at a theater upstairs, this place that we're at, we're at like in a mall. Um, do you want to go see it? I was like, yeah, I, t- I totally want to go see it. And I, I, I had seen it with the, the previous screen that we got to see with the no, but I was like totally down to see it again. And um, so rushed out, went and got my ticket. Found him in the theater and sat down. I was so excited because I, I love watching movies with Bruce. I've, I've seen a couple. I've gotten to go. had a chance with him a few times, and he's a fun guy to go with, and I was excited to see the movie again. We're sitting there talking. Time comes. Lights dim. Trailers pop up. Five seconds of trailers play, and then everything dims again, and lights start flashing. And, and it we- was a rave! <laughs> <laughs> We hear what lights are flashing, like the 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 house lights or the emergency lights. Oh, okay. The house lights. (laughs) 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 Um, No, someone pulled a fire alarm, and so we were all sitting there in the theater and middle school. Yeah, we were trying to figure out if, like, what do you do? Do we leave? Like, is it a real fire alarm? Did someone pull a fire alarm? I like that. That's the initial response to any time a fire alarm is pulled. Like, people sit and then they're just like. Is this real? It's because everybody just waits. It's an unfortunate system that can be triggered by idiots, not the actual uh, fires. Uh, yeah, the the concern that it's for, um, disaster that's for. Um, so we sat there and waited and and saw if like if something's gonna happen. Lady came in and said, "Yeah, someone pulled the alarm. Movie will restart in like five ten minutes." We're like, "Cool, we're gonna see the movie." Um, five ten minutes go by, nothing happens. So Bruce goes out there to find out what's happening. Talks with someone, texts me. Uh, that like they say like another five minutes and it's gonna go and then I wait another five minutes and Bruce texts me or it comes back and he's like actually said it might be another hour oh my god before the movie's gonna start and so this is also the night before I had an early morning flight and Infinity War is a three hour movie essentially and I was like I and you'd already seen it and I'd already seen it and so now we're at like nine fifty almost ten o'clock which means the movie will get out around one if it were to start. Yeah. and But then like an hour wait. So we wait a few more minutes and eventually we're like, okay, the movie's not going to happen. So we walked out and the entire theater, the entire like movie theater itself was emptying all theaters out and everyone was leaving and it was an entire like parade of people. Exodus. <laughs> it was an exodus of people and it was also Thursday night. It, someone had ruined an entire theater's worth people's night of Infinity War and had them all have to leave. The, the premiere movie. night. Yeah. First night. Had ruined that entire uh, uh, experience for people. Do you think it was somebody that was like disgruntled that they didn't get a ticket or something? I, I don't know. Some idiot, that kind of thing. Maybe someone who was gruntled. Um, ah. What made the night extra interesting slash annoying was something I'm sure that you would blow your mind about, which was the entire time we were waiting in the theater before the movie started and then during that whole kind of purgatory space where we were waiting to see if it was going to start, Bruce and I are sitting in our seats, one row up and about 10 seats to the left, a gentleman was seeing the movie by himself and decided that before the movie started and while we were waiting during the fire alarm that he wanted to listen to his music. But he wasn't listening to his music through headphones. He was mm. just listening to his music through his phone speaker. And he was just playing a gen- generic, uh, I guess, hip-hop music at a loud enough volume that we all could hear it and didn't have a choice whether or not we were to experience this musical uh, uh, you know, time. Awesome. And so that was like adding to the whole, like, I'm not really having a good time right now. Yeah, I hate that. Sometimes <laughs> I see people in like the supermarket walking around shopping and they've got like their speaker... 
yeah. phone on and they're playing music from their phone. I'm like, what, what are you doing? I was getting the new iPhone from Best Buy because my other one was shitting out. Well, actually, I was like on the verge of a breakup because my girlfriend couldn't hear me over my current, my existing phone. Because every time I called, it was like... <laughs> She said it was just like that fucking annoying. It got to the point where we started correlating shitty phone calls with each other. Yeah. So mm. like she was like, you need to go get your phone fixed. So I went and got a new phone. Anyways, while I was out there, I saw that I don't know who's making it, but they have this thing. It's basically a collar that goes around no. your neck and it has speakers oh, that God. shoot music up into your face. No. And it, and I was like, and I asked the guy, I was like, is that what I think is this? Is this all just speakers that play into your ears? And he's like, yeah, it's like this new thing. And I was like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. That like, is the modern boombox on yeah. your shoulder going down the street. So, to be fair, I, I turned it on, I walked away, and it you couldn't hear it as well, but you could definitely still hear it. It was like an yeah. iPhone speaker's worth of volume. Um, so we have uh, a poll set up for people. They can go to receipts.com slash play, and they can vote. As to whether or not we talk about movies too much. <laughs> so if you're wa only this only works if you're watching live right now. If you're a first member at Rooster Teeth, you can go to Rooster and give us a vote. Let us I'm, know if we talk about movies too much, and it'll update live on the air as I we're got talking. Plenty of other movie stuff to talk about. Uh, oh, in the meantime, can I can I propose a question to you guys? Go for it. It was a conversation Alana and I got uh, in over this weekend. Oh, is the poll already up? Uh, so if the person that you were dating, or Gus in your situation that you were married to. Oh, I guess we don't talk about movies enough. Is it Keep you in your story. Keep going, right, sorry, I was going. The, poll. the poll's very distracting. Oh my god. Uh, 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 if the person you were dating, would you be cool if the person you were dating uh, or a friend drugged you? What? Yeah, How would you what? ever be cool with that? I don't know. Uh, that's, that's the question. Would give me, give like. Give me a positive example of this. I don't okay, know. I will. I'm, I will. I'm about to be kill someone because Alana and was they like, "They drug me, so I stop and calm down and don't kill someone." Right, maybe, but then no. My <laughs> example was like, "What if like Alana came up behind me and she's like, I'll see you in two hours.' And like puts a scarf on my face. I'm Still like, bad. Oh. Still bad. And I pass out, and then I wake up, and I'm like in a, like a cool escape room or something, and it's like all a surprise for my birthday. No, that'd be cool. No, I'd that be is down not, for that. No. Or or if you're like in a, uh, like if somebody gave you like a weed brownie and you're like, hey. We're gonna we're gonna cut loose tonight. We're gonna have fun, and then you know, like while you're eating this brownie, and then they're like, "By the way, it's weed brownie." No, 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 no. Am I the only person that's cool with that? Absolutely yes. not. <laughs> and you should not be cool with it. Well, no, I'm not saying like I would never want to get drugged, and I'm not downplaying like people who get drugged at clubs. Like that's fucking awful. That's atrocious. But like, I f my argument was that people that I trust, I feel like they would have the best intentions. No, <laughs> no? no. This is a hard no. This is a hard, hard, hard no. Hard no. no. I, oh, maybe that's our next poll. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, do would not you, make that a poll because the answer is no. No uh, one should no. ever drug anybody without their consent. Yes, I agree, and I told her I would never drug her. It's like absolutely not. But I, like, I would trust that Alana would drug me in a responsible way, and That's I would have fun. That's a different conversation. That's a different conversation. That's you trying to imply how much trust you have in your girlfriend by having that conversation with her. That is not a conversation of, hey, do you think you'd be okay if someone you loved would drug you? It's like, no. That's not that's not okay. Well, she she said she would if I if I did it to her, not that I said that I would or that or whatever. She like she was just like I, I would be pissed off no matter what. She was like I would probably break up with you if it was early in a relationship. But now girl. she would just be really really pissed off and stuff. Oh but no! I don't don't ever do that. I I don't know. I think there's situations where it'd be kind of fun. So it looks like we don't talk about movies enough to segue away from Blaine's awful question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
So yeah, in your face, I think it was Steve-O on the website. <laughs> we uh, we don't talk about movies too much. So I was listening to to Gork talk. You know, we were watching the 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 bit of the episode, and it made me think about that. Did you all see that Google Duplex demonstration that Google had last week? Yes. Is it like a new home type no. thing? No, it's like functionality that Google Assistant uh, is gonna have. This was one of those experiences where I watched the video and went immediately from "This is awesome" to. Oh no! Oh wait, was that the ethnicity one? No, no, no. no. It was you could the tell phone your call one. Yeah, you could tell your the, tell the assistant that the Ro example they gave was robot assistant, Google assistant, the, the voice thing. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Google you, you could tell it to schedule you a haircut on Tuesday anytime between ten a.m. and noon, and it will on its own without you doing anything. It will call the barbershop for you and, have a and speak to a real human mm -hmm. on your behalf mm -hmm. and schedule everything for you, and then mm -hmm. let you know when it's done. Mm -hmm. And they gave. A live, well, not a live. They gave supposedly a real world example of yeah. it. Yeah. And it was fucking weird. It no. was, it was amazing on a technological like basis alone. It's like, this is, this is amazing to watch happen. I can't believe we have. It seems like something out of the future. Yeah. So futuristic. Like the, the robot voice um, sounded really natural, even threw in some uh, human like tendencies of throwing in ums or pauses and that <gasps> kind of thing. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, and was able to respond to, you know, the very uh, uh, business-like conversation you have with someone over the phone making an appointment. It was able to have that kind of a conversation because very structured, very structured conversation. Well, they also gave a, a less than stellar example after that. I don't know if you saw the no, other one. No, it's the second one. If that, you asked it if it was a robot, what would it say? I don't remember. They said they're going to they're gonna update it to clarify that it makes it known. that. That was everyone's that thing is that a, it didn't it didn't express that it, it just said I'm calling for this person for a client or yeah. someone yeah so like my question is though you have like an echo and you have your Google Assist would you trust them if they drugged you <laughs> <laughs> do they trust you enough to let you give them a computer virus <laughs> oh man did you see so then you know we're talking about like this virtual assistant thing there was something else I saw last week which was actually I thought pretty scary uh, did you see this thing that they're calling uh. What do they call it? Dolphin attack? Where they realized that these assistants, you know, that listen to your voice. I don't want to say their names because I don't want to trigger everyone. Yeah, yeah. But these assistants that listen to your voice and that you can talk to can hear frequencies that humans can't hear. So there's a new proof of concept attack where you can use a supersonic speaker that's inaudible to humans to, to project commands to uh, these oh, devices. Oh, no. Uh, so it's like you can't hear bad. anything. It sounds silent, but then like so the, the, assistant, pocket, the assistant activates and like can, we'll make a phone call or order something. But they can patch that though. Like they could just tell your phone to ignore. Those but it's it's sh so then there was a so then there was a another jumping off from there where there was another proof of concept where they would embed the commands in a video or in music. So it's like the audio to you sounds. Pretty normal, like it might sound like a little fucked up, uh -huh. but there's commands hidden in there that the assistants pick like, up on. Buy me this product, right? Or call this person, or send this text. I still don't trust my uh, Echo to to buy things for me. Like I, I I know that that's a function that it can do, but I I won't be like, hey, buy me toilet paper. It's funny that you bring that up because I I recently discovered a new podcast that I'm a big fan of uh, called uh, The Hive. It's produced by Vanity Fair, but it's hosted by Nick Bilton, who's a, a New York Times journalist and everything like that. Um, really cool, just one-on-one -on -one, uh, interview-style podcast where he gets uh, interesting people and talks to them. 
what the first episode was Bob Iger, CEO of Disney. And it was really amazing to listen to. Never heard just like a lengthy conversation with Bob Iger and heard like the man is extremely smart. The man is extremely charismatic. The man is like is um is, sounds like he really cares about the company. And you obviously can't like determine everything about a person from these podcasts, but it's really interesting. The one that just came out, just uh, the brand new one that caught my interest of why I started listening to the podcast was that he had a conversation with this guy who was um, a uh, formerly part of The Onion and, and a writer for The Daily Show, Baratund uh, Thurston. And he had this very lengthy conversation about tech. The, uh, Nick Bilton's a big uh, tech um, writer, has been doing it for like 13 years. And they had a talk about like the Facebook breach of, of information and that kind of thing. And, and a big topic that they discussed was a change in, in, in the responsibility of what the default is. And you talk about patching out that problem, mm -hmm. but like the, the, the default of these things needs to be put on, the responsibility needs to be put on the developers to like have these things figured out before they release uh, these AIs. I think I'm boring Blaine. So we can move the topic no, to something no, no. else I think that Blaine was talking about. I think that you're, you're right. I think too often, and I've seen uh, on Twitter, like Kumail Nanjiani talks about this sometimes, about how, you know, developers or people will do things because it's possible without thinking of all the potential negative ramifications of it. Boston uh, Dynamics, for example, making fucking robots that will run and hunt us down. Kill us. And they'll they'll do it with while jumping over logs and shit. Those guys scare me. Sorry to no, derail. No, you're, that's very correct. That's the, that that recent Boston. Like every time those videos come out, I go, "This is really cool," and I'm scared. I always think of that scene. I, I'll watch those videos, and then I'll watch the scene in Jurassic Park with uh, Goldblum, where I'll be like, "They didn't think about yeah. if they should do it." Yeah. The, the, uh, somewhat related to that, I, I read another story a couple of weeks ago about how the FBI was giving a presentation at um, a security conference, and they were talking about how. It sounds it sounds almost made up. Like I don't know if I want to believe the story or not. Yeah. But they talked about how they were doing they were working on this hostage rescue situation and that how they had this elevated observation position where they were watching where everything was happening and that as they were setting up their observation position that their agents got overrun by a swarm of drones that the people who had oh, the hostage wow. were controlling drones and sending them like swooping after the agents and oh. that they were filming and live streaming the the swooping that we the people in the house could observe the FBI agents and uh, in order to make their escape that sounds like that's very smart that almost sounds like an onion thing but i could also totally believe that'll happen did you ever see there was a um, back to movies <laughs> there was a movie in i think in the early 80s it had tom Selleck. it was called runaway it was like no, it was, i never saw that it was a science fiction it's the guy that film. has the mustache i know who tom Selleck is i didn't see the movie runaway it was a science fiction film and when i was a kid it's that movie scared the shit out of me but it was like it was set in the future and i think it was supposed to be i think it was supposed to be in seattle yeah and there's like all there's the the, the bad guy is gene simmons from kiss hell yeah okay. but uh there's all these like little robots. I, I gotta find a poster of this now there's uh the, it's in the future so there's robots everywhere and there's like these little robots that can be hacked and controlled and they can like inject people with poison to kill them and Gene Simmons has a gun that has bullets that are tongues <laughs> it's tied to people so it's like if he shoots a bullet at you Blaine and you're like around a corner it goes around the oh, corner like tracer and, yeah and looks for you and it finds and it only hits you that sounds fantastic I want to watch that movie that's now. like the gun from fifth element it has that mode where it yeah like, and uh, I was like when I was a kid I was like uh, that was the most scary thing to me like these little spider robots he's got a power glove. go around Look at that Fuck yeah. Cornish, you should look up what Gene Simmons looks like in that in that movie. There was a movie that was like that that scared the shit out of me too because I was like, oh my god, it's inescapable. There's nothing that I can do. Some Sandra Bullock movie where she got like hacked or something. <laughs> the Net. The Net. The that net movie scared the me. shit out of the me. The Net frightened me. 
Like and also like there's that scene where they change the elevation for the plane. So the guy like flies into the mountain, like at the beginning of the yeah. movie. It's like, yeah, everything's connected to the net and it can be hacked. Yeah. I mean, it's not far from the truth. Like back in the 90s, that was a bit of a stretch. But now like that could probably happen. Well, yeah, there was the problem with the phones or like there might be an ongoing problem of like, you know, the uh, going on to these assistants that they are always listening so they can hear when you call them. Mm hmm. But that means they're always listening. So then people wonder, like, well, does that mean that they're listening to everything I say? Thus, can they use that information to, you know, fabricate ads for me or, right. or suggestions for me? That kind of thing with this algorithm that we have going on just that's running the world. Um, and that it's it scares me. And I don't, I don't know what the solution is at this point. Don't use them. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's the unplug option, but I don't think that's like a viable option for people in the professional world to participate in. I don't know. I I, I can't. I can't unplug. And oh, still... you can unplug from those devices, right? Or from those uh, from those things that listen to you all the time. Wait, is your concern that they're gonna hear you say something and like post it or something, or someone's gonna hack into your uh, echo or some shit? <laughs> Why did one of your eyes blink and not the other one when you said that? Because I'm the robot. Mouth 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 functioning. You're from Westworld. That I oh, last night's episode was so good. Uh, I don't want. I want to talk about. It. We can't talk about it because it's spoiling. We'll talk a little bit about it. I think that there is there is definite concern, no matter what, at the idea of you always being listened to. Yeah, just like the idea of you're always being tracked to GPS by your phones. Yeah. Do Do you watch Westworld? I do. So I was worried after not yesterday's episode, but last, last week's, week's episode. Fuck yeah! I was like, oh man, I don't know if this is over. This episode that was like, I watched. it, I was like, I think that might be the worst episode. It was dog shit of uh, the entire. Show, yeah, and nothing uh, happened. Well, well, no, I mean, even the stuff that did happen was like there was like, like some the, stuff, the stuff that happened was nothing, like yeah. nothing happened. There was some stuff like blocking wise, even like you know, like a wide shot, a group of people came up on <clears throat> two other characters. I'm not gonna mention names because I don't want to spoil anything, and they ambushed them, and one of them awkwardly ran away. And in the same shot, the other one like gave up. It was like it was really bad. It was just like they took the first take from every performance. Or even like the the battle when the people were like advancing, like running straight. Yeah, it's like what what is this? It was like also the, the battle was like a low budget Game of Thrones battle. Like if ba if Game of Thrones like had been like, eh, we'll just I throw totally something agree. But, but yesterday's episode was probably the best episode they've had out of both seasons. It so was far. also like a fucking Black Mirror episode inside I, of an episode. I thought of it World. made me think about Lost. I got definitely that Lost vibe yes. initially, like. When there's the music was playing and the you see like the per you don't see the person's face you see their legs and they're yeah. doing this thing and like this, that kind of long tracking shot through the environment it made me think of like uh, in Lost the episode of Tale of Two Cities when you first meet Juliet yeah. and she's baking and like the camera's going through the house and yeah. she burns herself and then you're like what the fuck's happening and then you like she goes outside and you see the plane break in half it's like oh shit she's on the she's island on the island yeah it's like it was like that kind of moment where it's like all this like this long thing you're like what's going on and then you see it all makes sense like what's happening it's really pretty i think it was like that was a directorial debut from lisa joy i want to say lisa I can't joy's yeah. director, uh, who's the co-creator of, of the show um yeah she stepped she stepped away to watch right last of us i think oh really there was like a female writer on westworld that that went away to do last of us 2 or something which is exciting you know i'm excited for westworld for last of us 2 sorry what were you saying uh, nothing. I was just going to point out that uh, Ed Harris is killing it insanely. They need, that yeah. man is a is an acting king. Yeah, he's real good. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess we can't talk about it because um, spoilers, spoilers, and whatnot. It was uh, Haley Gross who went to who for to go write for Last of Us Two. She was yeah, I, th I think she was a season one writer. And she went over. Um, but yeah, he had a moment uh, last night where. 
he's talking to that technician. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he just like after he finishes talking to the person in the room and comes out and talks to the technician, and he has like that just that quick exchange. I was like, that is the most evil badass thing ever. Yeah, it's definitely uh, sad at the uh, prospect of not getting to have like Anthony Hopkins in this season like we had him in the first season, but uh, Ed Harris is like. I think filling in that mm-hmm. uh, aged actor. I have some theories about that that I'll I'll share with you later. Okay, we can talk about that. But uh, so, yeah, this season like that. I episode one was just kind of okay, and I was like, all right, I'll allow this one. I knew that this one was gonna it. be really expository. They're gonna have to get people caught back up. And episode two was like okay, it was just your standard episode. And like you said, like three was dog shit. I didn't say three was dog shit. You said three, three was dog he, shit. Westworld season two episode three dog shit. Gus Verola, twenty eighteen May fourteenth. <laughs> Um, so apparently we have visualization of what it would look like if Todd stole his hair back from you. Oh no. What does it look like? Oh. Oh god. Mom? Did, <laughs> did Peter Hayes make that too? Oh man. Yeah, that's, yeah, from the control room. That's just I think every, Peter's a robot. Has anybody every, actually met Peter? No, no one's ever met Peter. He doesn't exist. Because I'm pretty sure he's an AI. Um he's just like doing rooster teeth gifts. Uh, or still images or video. He's a, he's a he's a triple threat. Everything. Since we're since we've moved on from film to TV, uh, I'm not done with movies yet. Uh, we, what we talk about Barry? Anybody watch Barry? I'm watching Barry one? right now. I'm in the I'm in the like the fourth episode. Okay. Do you watch Barry? You fuck with Barry? <laughs> Barry's good. Barry's good. Um, I, uh, it's it's not a it's not a like it's one of those shows. Like there's certain shows that I once you start watching you can't help but binge the whole thing because you're so excited like uh wild wild country was that way for me where i was like i gotta know how this story ends now Mm -hmm. uh barry i'm enjoying but i don't have to like go crazy at it but every time i turn on i'm like haters good it's it's bite-sized you know 30 minutes and um i think it it does a good job of straddling both like serious drama and then lighthearted dark comedy dark comedies in there yeah um i think that overall i really liked it i feel like Towards the end, it wrapped up a little too quickly. I haven't, I haven't watched the full first season. Yeah, so I, I, I wish that maybe, I, and, I mean, and maybe they had more padded out, but maybe they they ended up editing it and cutting it a got couple episodes down for like a like it's something like thirteen episodes for season. Oh, two. really? Yeah, something like that. So it's yeah. gonna have more. I or think like, I think that maybe there might have been more there, and then in editorial they may have cut a few episodes out. Because at the end, it's just like, bam, 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 bam. You, you, you blow through a lot Every of time we talk about something that Blaine has less interest in, and we just lose him by... T- it's like a, a child on his birthday. Um, <laughs> I love the uh, the Chechenian uh, thug dude with, like, alopecia or something like that. Who oh, uh, uh, Noho Hank or yeah, Hank Noho. <laughs> like, he is a really good character. And, I, and it's that he's not just, like, a stereotypical thug in a... Uh, in a Eastern European gang. Yeah, I love like he's like uh, the techie or the gearhead, and like, like that kind of causes problems for them. Yeah, like, immediately. He's good. I like him. Yeah, and I was gonna bring it's up uh, how insane that Brooklyn Nine Nine got picked up by. Yeah, NBC. what happened with that? So it got canceled, and then they renewed it because of the audience outcry. No, it got canceled on Fox. Got canceled and then on NBC Fox. picked it up. Oh, is so that, did they buy the rights to it or something? They must have. Yeah. So that's happened where shows get picked up by another channel. My question is, no, I'm not, I'm not upset about this. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the best, uh, I guess, sitcom, you know, uh, situational comedy on TV and is amazing. No, no, Big Bang Theory is. Shut up. Uh, but the fact that Fox announces cancellation day one mm-hmm. and then day two, NBC announces they're picking up. My question is, do 
deals get made that quickly? Or, or was, was it already in the works? Already in the works. It, maybe it happened that quickly. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not like I suggesting like they, any sort of like ulterior motives or like or like wrongdoings. But I just wondered. Like, I think that that might have happened already because there's no way that they can get all of the cast to sign on for a new season in a day's time. Like, well, the the cast finds unlikely. out. Like, like cast of these shows find out. Uh, that they get picked up oh. in in a way. It's not like they ask the cast, do you want to be in the show? They just announce, okay, we've been picked up for more seasons. The cast goes, cool. Like, my contract says I can do this many seasons. I guess seasons. Raul was tweeting about that. Yeah, Raul got, he was waiting to find out if he, if iZombie was going to get picked up for another season. That's got to be fucking stressful. That is stressful. You just got to, you're going to find out if you're, you have a job or not, basically. Um, but... So they so th- it depends on what the cast like their contracts say as far as like how many seasons they're they're. Do you, do you think like it got canceled and someone on the cast was like, oh man, I can finally do this other project now? <laughs> and then the next day NBC picks it up like, oh fuck! Like yeah. <laughs> on one hand it's good, but on the other hand it's like I want to do this other thing. Yeah, like the one main character that just actually did not like Andy Samberg. Like I really was done. Yeah, I was gonna go make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Does, do you think Roll's gonna come to RTX? I haven't met him yet. He seems like a nice fellow. I have not met him yet either. He's gonna be at MegaCon. Why? Why? Oh, should we should invite him to Disney? We should invite him to Disney. And our good friend Gus. Disney World! Um, You're leaving early. uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is also brought to you by Quip. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and we forget to change our brush on time. And it's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what is it that makes Quip so different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help you clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, their subscription plans are for your health, not just for convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash roosterteeth right now, you'll get your first refill uh, you get your first refill, refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash roosterteeth. That's spelled out G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash roosterteeth. Uh, I've been using a Quip for a few months, and I Love it. It's a great toothbrush. Gets me nice and clean. And uh, little reminders let you know when to switch sides. It's super easy, especially in the morning when I'm half asleep and I can't think about brushing my teeth. Mm-hmm. Toothbrush lets it. Tooth, toothbrush has got it. The AI in the toothbrush. There's no AI in the toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> the timer. No, no AI in there. Um, can't, there go, can't go off message. Did you guys... I'm, I'm a huge, 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 huge Predator fan. Like the original Schwarzenegger film is like probably one of my favorite movies. <clears throat> Yeah, did you guys see the new trailer for The Predator? Mm-hmm. It's real bad. Um, it's real bad. I, I'm so? not excited. Oh, yeah. I will say the trailer is not a very good trailer. I hope it's just a bad trailer. But that being said... Um, it's the one with, like, the kid who finds the thing, and he's like, yeah. he's like yeah. this, and then the ship's coming who down. Who the fuck mails Predator armor? Okay. Uh, it's, it's a literally a nuclear bomb. Maybe he didn't... Maybe, like, there was out of space on the plane, on the ship, you know, and he was like, oh, shit, I gotta fucking ship this home now. I'm being serious here, Gus. This is Predator we're talking about. I I'm being serious, serious, too. Those overhead baggage fees? They're not... They're no joke. Especially intergalactic. Remember how, like, respectful he was to, like, topics we were having a second ago? Yeah. And then the minute you don't take his topic serious, he's like... Wait, 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 wait. It's my birthday, John. <laughs> Predator. 
You know, uh, you actually, if you get four, you'd have like the mandibles of I a know predator. What I'm doing. <laughs> uh, 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 I stuck these in my nose. You know why I'm still hopeful? Because it's being directed by Shane Black. Yeah, and I like Shane Black. Shane Black is a genius. Doesn't have any of his like his like trademark Shane Blackism. Well, now that you've seen, was that a, was it a full trailer or was it a teaser? Would you have watched the trailer teaser. for Iron Man three and been like, that looks like a Shane Black film? Yes. No bullshit. Because there was like buddy comedy elements. It was set during Christmas. There's parts in L.A. I made a trailer. Watching a trailer of Iron Man. 3. Yeah, no, you can you can decipher all that from the Bullshit. trailer. No, he just want to be angry. No, that, he that, just that wants was, to be angry. That was the, the 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 he'll never see me coming. That was that trailer, right? The he'll Mandarin. Never see yeah. me coming. And the fucking people falling out of the plane. You know, typical Shane Black movie. Typical Shane Black stuff. Oh, they were in my nose. Right there. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I think it was Eric in the control room. I was like, those are in his nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep my clean. No. I'm, I'm excited for it. That, that's coming out really soon. It's like this summer, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm excited for it too, and I, I, I think Schwarzenegger might. When does make the premiere come out? We just talked about this, dude. I You're know. using it, but I'm using it September 14th. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Dude, this do you really have? To, huh? <laughs> what? Do you really have to do that? Do what? <laughs> you can't figure out how far away September is. No, nah, I know. Yeah, it's four months away. Thank you, John. You really had to count from January? No. <laughs> Wait, you started from January? You did. <laughs> I thought he just had a count in May, June, no. July. This is the worst birthday ever. <laughs> We're going to go climbing. We, we couldn't even get a full podcast crew for my birthday podcast. No, I, I requested the whole couch. I wanted more uh, more time for you, Blaine. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you like uh, you like pizza, right? I love pizza. Yeah, I know you like home slice, and that I think that home slice over here is going to be opening up pretty soon. I they saw they've been like yet? teasing it. I drove by the other day, and they um, they were packed at night. I think they're doing like their friends and family testing. Ooh. Like it looked like a, like a like a full restaurant service was going on. My advice, go? and I, I know like, whether they're weekly home slice. What the fuck? Come on, hook us up. We we probably do so much advertising for home slice. Anyways, go on, guys. But uh. Uh, that, that was going to be a segue because I saw this YouTube video. I think it was last week. Mm -hmm. It was this channel that made a double deep fried pizza. Was it Epic Meal Time or whatever? No, it Look was healthy junk food. What? That looks like H E L L. Oh, oh, oh. That looks like that. Was oh, never mind. So, so yeah, they made a pizza, deep fried it, then put more toppings on it, and deep fried it. That's pretty fantastic. That was really yummy. Yeah, it uh, looked. It, it looked. Fucking incredible. Now I can't think about anything other than wanting to eat a deep fried pizza. Do you there, fuck with Via Through and 3? Yeah. yeah. Via Through and 3 is fantastic. Uh, Mamma Mia. There was a video on like a BuzzFeed like Twitter channel or something like that, Twitter account, that um, was a video of someone making a 100 layer lasagna. Damn. And it was pretty amazing. They actually had to like extend the little pan they made in to actually be able to deal with the 100 layers. And then when they cooked and everything, and they showed all the like the making layers and everything, and they cooked it, they had this cross section shot of these thin layers just going down a hundred times, and it was the most like beautiful things I've seen. I'm looking it up. There's right no now. way that they cooked the inside of it though. Like Why? how? Because it's, it's like it's, it's noodles. Yeah, but well, there's no there's meat. Yeah, and the meat bolognese like, or whatever it's called. The meat's like already like browned and everything. Uh, but the cheese, you gotta melt the cheese. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't fully cooked. Well, the cross-section shot showed it all the cooked. I hadn't considered that the the meat was already cooked. Anyways, is there a photo of it? That sounds delicious. I I don't know which one it was that you saw, but uh, I don't know, like that. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's that shot right there. That looks just like a 
one of those, you know, the Greek places that serve the meat on the spinning wheel. Just like shawarma. Shwar no, the euro. Euro. Oh, euro. Yeah, it looks like that. You just shave off lasagna as it's That's spinning. That's super yummy too. Uh, I, I was watching. Did anybody watch uh, Ugly Delicious on Netflix? I love Ugly Delicious. So you talked about Euro, and that made me think about some. That it's a fucking great show. You should watch it on Netflix. If What's you the name Netflix. of the, the the showrunner on that? Uh, uh, the chef. Oh, oh, uh, is it David Choi? Chang. David Chang. Oh no, David no, no it's, it's uh, Boy Boy R D. <laughs> shut up! But shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Okay. They talk about in that show. They have an episode about tacos, and they talk about how the pastor type of meat that you put in tacos is directly descended from gyro meat. Yeah. Like it was like uh, there was a huge Lebanese influence on tacos and that you have like depending on where you are in Mexico there's some areas that have like this crossover Lebanese style yeah. tacos and it was really interesting. I'd never heard of it before but after I saw that episode I was like I need to find those. Oh, that's the episode about dumplings as soon as it was over I was like, well I have to go get dumplings now. Uh and and actually maybe ask like a couple of like there's actually a really good like uh What's that kind of food called? Like dumplings? There's there's a word for it. It's about like, like dim sum. Uh, dim sum. Yeah. Dim sum. Like if there's a good dim sum place in Austin, because we had a good dim sum place when we were in RTX Sydney. Hmm. Um, What's the, is that like gyoza dumplings? Gyoza or dumplings? Yeah. Yeah. Was that what you're referring to though? Yeah. 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 Okay. You're you're been to Kula, or is it? Yeah. Kura. Kura. They changed their name. It's okay. Kura. I thought I was racist for a while. They changed they their changed name. Their... Yeah. It used to be Kula. Now it's Kura. Yeah. You, you can understand why I feel like I would have been racist for the thinking that, right? Do they serve dumplings there? I don't know. No, it's conveyor belt sushi. That's what I thought. Yeah, they have gyoza there. They do have gyoza. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, uh, wasn't um, Ali Wong a uh, guest on Yeah, I think she was that? on the dumpling one, right? She was on, she yeah. was on the dumpling one. Uh, did you watch her new uh, Netflix special, it, no. uh, Hard Knock Wife? I haven't seen it. It's fucking hilarious. Like, she is insanely talented and funny, and it's it's basically... It was kind of like in the same vein as like Jim Gavigan, who could spend an entire uh, set for an hour talking about food and still keep you entertained. Mm -hmm. She spends the entire hour talking about uh, being a new mom, mm. but it's in the most like sounds relatable. It's in the most self like it's it's a it's it's in a very real and funny way that it's not just someone talking about the magical yeah. you know well, thing of being a parent. It's like she, no, she was great in that episode of Ugly Delicious. I thought she was really funny. Was like really even good. though you know she's only on it very briefly. What's did, up, dude? Did you, uh, uh, oh, hello. I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. So I, uh, <laughs> I had, I had a new type of dumpling last night that I'd never had before. What'd you have? Um, I found a restaurant in Austin that, I didn't find it. I went to a restaurant in Austin. What the fuck am I saying? You found I went, it. I went to a restaurant here in town that serves Nepalese food. Uh, <laughs> nipple. <laughs> and I'd never had. 28 years old, everybody. 28 years old today. Uh, I'd never had food from Nepal before, so I went there. And they have this type of dumpling they call a momo. What's uh, in what's what's a momo? It was pork with, but it had like this sauce on the side. I couldn't identify. It was yellow and it looked like mustard, but it didn't take taste like mustard. <laughs> it was yellow meat. No, no, no the sauce on the side was oh, yellow. Okay, okay. But uh, it was pork in the in the in the momo. But that food was spicy as fuck. Yeah. I normally am good with spicy food, but I ordered medium. I was like, I don't want anything too spicy. I'll just eat medium. And my head was sweating. I could feel pools of sweat on my scalp and on my face. I was like, I want. To die, it's so fucking hot, and that, I highly recommend it. You, that, should, you should absolutely go eat it. That's not fun to pass that. Like. No, no, but it's fun to eat. Okay, so I texted people, Chili Parlor last night. That went through me today, and I was like, "Oh god." People say that all the time with spicy foods, but like when we did the uh, we did the hot ones challenge here uh, a while back when uh, Marcus threw that like wings party. Oh, yeah. um, he had wings up to like I don't know hundreds of thousands of Scoville's, Scoville's. 
And I did every single one of them all the way to the worst one. And everyone was just like, yeah, we're all going to have terrible poos tonight. And this is going to be terrible coming through. Um, the challenge was over. And then I went and saw it with like Ashley. And, and then you. you took a shit. No. Well, hey. we and I had a coffee at it and then, then went home and I had no problems the entire night. Apparently it's the one thing my body can do is process spicy food That's afterwards. Fortunate. Did you have any sort of like milk or any basic? I mean, during the, we here at the the event, we had they had like some ice cream and milk. That might have helped. That might have helped. But I figured still gonna pass, right? Whenever I was uh, whenever I did the gallon challenge for whatever, that was I the was, worst thing in the world. I was like shitting milk, literally shitting milk. I hated being near you. I know you probably had a terrible experience doing that. I cannot be around someone who's like having like vomit. Like it's good times. Uh, I remember what I was going to talk about. That I, I, yeah. Uh, oh God, did I forget it? No, no. Okay. Uh, so Gus and John, I think you'd both find this appealing, especially Gus. Uh, there's this new Netflix thing about the guys that do the pizza shop bank robbery thing. Evil genius. Yeah. Have you? Have not watched it yet. We already talked about this. On my list. No. Okay. 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 It. Did you see the trailer for it though? No. They put a guy in this like in collar collar bomb, mm -hmm. and it looks. You know what I'm talking about? That's a real thing. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it's a doc. It's a documentary. Okay. It seems like yeah. a fucking like Shane Black movie or something. Like it looks like a Lethal Weapon. What? <laughs> what? No, look at something out of Lethal Weapon. I get you. Yeah, this guy's got. A, I think apparently they show that like in the most tasteful way possible, but he has it on his neck. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I remember that. There's there's video of that, like when it actually happened. I remember, yeah. like that's a that's an old video I saw years ago, and that was uh, they uh, that was in a, a device in a movie recently with uh, saw. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. But there was one with the pizza delivery. It had uh, what's her name from Twilight and uh, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I think it had, I think it had Kristen Stewart, and I think it had uh, Jesse Eisenberg in it as oh, well. Uh, Thirty minutes or less, or something. Oh, no, uh, you're. Is that what it's called? Thirty minutes or less. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It, maybe maybe what's her face isn't in it. Christian yeah, Stewart and they have a bomb. It. But uh, yeah, his the same thing. Where he's a pizza delivery driver. He's got like a vest. bomb uh, on him. Yeah. But yeah, why'd you why'd you bring that up? Just like it's evil geniuses. It's like a. I I, a I went out to dinner with a friend last night, and he recommended that I see it, and uh, I knew that you would be interested in something because apparently it's a lot like like. Did, making a did have you seen it yet? Have you, did you watch Evil Genius? No, I'm probably gonna watch it tonight. So I know a bit about that story, just because like it's it was such a weird story when it happened. Like I've kind of I kind of kept up with it. It, it seems like it's like some sort of like hive mind collective of criminals, and they couldn't quite decipher who did what. And yeah, I don't I don't know anything. I don't want to get it spoiled, but it sounds like really interesting. It's one of those things where you could easily go to the Wikipedia page and look up all the stuff how it broke down. But like I feel like it'd be a better story to hear. Oh, we had a moment like that uh, uh, in the office uh, in the design cave. And uh, one of the guys in the office, Ari, um, we joke all the time because he's, he's one of the younger designers and also is one of these guys who just hasn't seen a lot of stuff. So we make references constantly. And Ari goes, I don't know I don't what that is. And so Ari is just right now finally going through Game of Thrones. And he's only like six episodes into season one. And we were talking about stuff in there and talking about like what he's watched so far and everything like that. And at one point it was me and Wes and we couldn't remember the name of of uh, the dad Lannister, Tywin Lannister, and so we were like doing that thing. We're like, is it, is it? It's it's not Tormund. It's that kind of. Thing. We're trying to figure it out. At one point, 
Ari turns around and goes, let me Google real quick. And Wes screams out, no, do not Google anything Game of Thrones right now. You will literally get everything spoiled for you yeah. because you have not watched it. Yeah. And I realized that was the quickest thought he could have because, yes, if Ari had just Googled anything Game of Thrones. Oh, even moment, autocomplete. Yeah, would, would it, autocomplete would have just spoiled something. Well, the fucking worst is when you go to like a wiki's page or something. It, like I, I'll do this for like a comic character or a video game character and be like, date of birth, date of death. And I'd be like, ah! <laughs> yeah. well, the, what I hate is as I'm watching a series, I can't, I don't ever I look at it on IMDb if I'm watching something for the first time because I don't want to know like how many episodes or like how many episodes the character was in. Yeah, I like, have to cover my screen when I look because I don't want to see how many episodes because yeah, right. you assume that they die soon. Right. It's like, oh no, they were only in so many. It's like, fuck, I just ruined it. I screwed, yeah, it, it, is. I screwed up. Well, uh, like you, uh, IMDb was doing this thing recently where it, they had an, a spoiler for Avengers in like a video and it's just like shit like that. I don't I don't get why people perpetuate spoilers like did you but see we, again, okay. Let's have this fucking discussion again because I saw someone in chat earlier was mad about it. When are spoilers for Infinity War okay? Oh, I think by now. But I'm saying this was like week of mm -hmm. like like there, the movie what had they not said come what they yet. said in chat was that it hasn't been out a month yet. And I think a month's ridiculous. A month is a long time. Yeah. For not talking about spoilers movie. I think you also have to like, capitalize on the popularity of it. And if you I want, think yeah, yeah. uh I would think, you know, because movies come out Fridays, but you can see them Thursday night. I think two weekends after the movie, you should be able to talk about it. Cause that is two whole weekends. People have an opportunity to go see the movie. Cause that's when people see movies a lot. Mm -hmm. And so there's the, gonna be the majority of the people that will see it the first weekend it's out. And then there's the people that's like, I could not make it to that or I did not go see it then. So I'll go see it the next weekend. After that weekend. That's got to be the end of like not being able to talk about your stuff. grace period because it's it's like I I am on the I'm on the side of like I hate spoilers. It's mainly why I go see most movies I want to see Thursday night, like literally before they come out and that so, kind of thing. So at this point, Infinity War has been out for three weekends. I would totally want to spoil it. Okay, we're not doing that, but we could. Dumbledore dies. <laughs> I didn't watch Harry Potter yet. Um, my brain did this amazing thing. I tweeted out mistakenly. So the beginning of God of War. This isn't a spoiler because it's like the very beginning. Uh, dude's carrying a log. He's like walking around the forest with a log, and it reminded me of the beginning of Commando, which oh yeah yeah literally chops down a tree and carries a log. And I tweeted that out. I was like, oh, that's really funny. You know, like what if I heard the steel drums from Commando? I'm really excited for this game. I'm like five ten minutes in. And some fucking asshole that didn't have the balls to put his own picture on his Twitter account uh, tweeted at me a spoiler. And the only reason I know it was a spoiler is because I went back to read it after I'd beaten the game. But my brain did this amazing thing where he said, your wife, the, and like, I just like, I looked away from my phone. <laughs> like I looked away from it because I knew instinctively that this was some prick that was trying to spoil it for me. And sure enough, like he, he gave away the two biggest spoilers in the game. Mm. I don't know why somebody would do that. Like I don't know. like a directly at you kind of message. Yeah, it was just like it was. It was basically like if you're like, hey, I'm gonna go see Harry Potter, and they're like, same goes. Just yeah, like yeah. told you all the shit. Yeah, it's just like just just to fuck me over in some way. Uh, I've Someone's never. Like I don't often wish death on people, but I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave that sufficient unfinished. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, people. There's there's some people who are just assholes. Uh, I feel like I've lately I've been seeing more and more assholes driving. This is a part of the podcast where we're complaining about people driving in Austin. Hell yeah! What the fuck is wrong with everybody who drives in this goddamn city? Someone it's pretty rough got like someone started screaming at me and flipping me off and like rolled down his window at me the other day because I turned and I had the right of way. Yeah, 
How uh, dare. Like, I was in a turn lane, turning left into a business, and he was coming out, turning left also. So it was clear there wasn't any oncoming traffic, so I start turning left into the business, and he, like, starts trying to yeah. dart out, and it has to stop because I'm turning in. He, like, rolls down his windows, leaning out, and flipping me off, and I did the thing where, I, like, I looked around, I was like, ooh, who's he yelling at? <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, it's me? I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. I think that is a, a weekly occurrence that I get yelled at or honked at for doing something legal in Same. the car. I saw the, the other day, I saw someone, it wasn't me, I thought there was a person in front of me driving. They were going straight, and the lane to the left was a left turn lane. Yeah. But the person who was in the left turn lane wanted to go straight also. But the car that was in front of me wasn't letting them in. So the car that was wrong kept like swerving their car into the car <laughs> that was just going straight, acting like they were going to hit them. Oh. I was like, what are you doing? I was on the phone with Bernie when I was heading over to the animation studio, and it was the weirdest thing. I don't know why my brain did this, but I'm sitting there, and I'm like in my car, and I'm driving, and then up ahead, I see this car stop as if it's trying to turn into, like, it realized that it was in a left turn only lane, yeah. and it did not want to go left. It wanted to go into the right turn lane, so it stopped before it could get there and was trying to, like, merge, mm -hmm. you know, and, like, have somebody, like, they were probably, like, waving at somebody to let them in. Suddenly, the guy that's in the, you know, straight lane just rammed the car and proceeded to, like, get, like, its tires were spinning and, and it just drove this car into the, um, like, into the, 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 the side of the traffic? wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then it just zoomed off. It was a hit and run. But it was Whoa. an intentional hit and run. And while I was talking to Bernie, I didn't even break a beat. I was just talking about business. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good idea for him to be. It's just like I saw this whole thing happen while maintaining this business call. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Did you call the police? Um, no, I, I, the, the two cars in front of me stopped and I felt like that was sufficient enough that I didn't need to like, hey, you guys need help. Um, it was, it was fucked up. The other day I was merging onto a lane in the semi truck was still super far away, but they sped up to me as if I was going too slow and they started honking and then they passed me and they were like, just like laying on their horn. And I didn't have any other reaction except for to honk my own horn and wave <laughs> and go like, yeah, <laughs> that guy was probably fucking furious. Yeah. People get so worked up and mad. Like, I don't wait. Do you know who is a is pretty bad at road rage that works here? Bernie. No. Does he work here? Someone I've office? actually experienced worse than Bernie. Does he work at this in Austin? They work here. Who? Ashley. Really? Jenkins? Ashley from here to like the theater where we've like we go see some of the movies like for the screenings. Like those short trips will just scream at probably like eight people. Like she gets so upset. <laughs> and she's even said herself, she's like, I get major. This is like this is where my rage comes out. Like she's she's not a very ragey kind of person. She's like, this is where it comes out. But it's just funny to see, you know, she's a she's a smaller, you know, uh, uh person and that kind of thing. And just see this diminutive person just like screaming at people on the road. It's fantastic. It, There's a monster though. Like, she drives a monster. Uh Louis C.K. had a, a bit about that years ago. It's like you say, people, when they get behind the wheel, will say the most awful things about another human being yeah. that you would never say to their face. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and in the end, all those people made you do is this. Yes. It's like, this is the result. Yeah. And then like you end up screaming awful things at people. I was heading to a birthday party when I was a kid once, and my dad got cut off by this Jeep that I recognized. And he just starts fucking screaming. These dudes, my dad's a big dude. This other dad's a big dude. Just start fucking yelling at each other, honking horns, rolling down windows. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Uh, we get to the birthday party. That car is there. It's my <gasps> one of my best friend's dad. Yeah. Uh, yes. They just had to be like, 
Hey, <laughs> sorry about that. You know, so yeah, no, it's no big deal. It was like the most uncomfortable shit ever. So awkward. I love it. That's awesome. I I, <laughs> I did that to a friend once. The next day, he came back to high school. And he was like, "Hey, man, I didn't, I didn't mean to piss you off on the road. Like, <laughs> like I like went full on exorcist. Like, because <gasps> <laughs> he cut me off. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine does this thing where if you just keep watching him when he's done with the story, he doesn't know how to peter out or to transfer to something yeah. else. He just kind of shuts down. <laughs> yeah, it's true. People call me out on that a lot on, he, on he Twitter. He puts this, this things in his mouth. <laughs> he does. He puts things in his mouth. Oh, man. Um, so we were. I should have talked about this earlier when we were talking about um, TV shows. But does anybody watch Atlanta? Am I the only one here who watches Atlanta? I, I watched first five, four episodes. But I'm, I'm there as well. And I, and it's, it's on my list to finish. Okay. Because of what I've watched, I, I like. I'm really bad at like... Not finishing TV shows. That show's really, really good. It's probably one of the best shows on TV. Not so even close they, they, to what I expected it to be. Yeah, they just wrapped up season two, and season yeah. two is radically different than season one, um, but still awesome. So good. You that should, guy, everyone Donald should watch Glover's it. On fucking fire, man. Yeah, that's crazy. He's like, I mean, have you guys talked about the the music video on this podcast? We talked thing? about it a little bit last week. I hadn't seen it yet by that point, but I think I've watched it multiple times every day Same. since then. You know, since since. When I finally did watch it, that it's absolutely incredible. And to think, like it's it's weird to me because, like he's been around and people have known of him for like he was on Community forever, right? And yeah. even before that, you know, we talked about this last Writer week that Conan we and... well, we saw his stuff on the internet. He used to do uh, like Derek comedy stuff mm -hmm. like it's years ago, dick. and um, like he's always done. I mean, not always, but he's done like Challenge Gambino stuff for a long time. And in fact, when we did the, I don't know if you guys were there when we went to the the Titanfall launch party during South by Southwest <laughs> here in Austin. Were you there? Like, I was gonna mention that's I met him once. Yeah, he performed there. I I was in the bathroom in line and I was next up and I see this dude come up behind me and he's with an even bigger dude that's a security guard. And he's like, "Hey man, do you mind if I cut you?" And I was like, "Who the hell is asking me?" Oh my god, it's Donald Glover. Yeah, sure, go for it, man. He just let he him talk to Donald Glover. Yeah, and then he was washing his hands and I had nothing else to say of importance and I was so fucking stupid. I was like, "I appreciate you washing your hands." What? God damn it! Fuck. You said that? Fuck yes, I said it. <laughs> Hey, Donald Glover, do you remember that? <laughs> he's a guy right well, there. Well, just like, I was like, hey, he's, he's, he washes his hands. He's just like us. He washes his hands. <laughs> and I know he's going to be shaking a lot of hands tonight. I appreciate, I appreciate you washing your hands, Donald Glover. Oh, that? my God. You are a gift to this world, Blaine Gibson. Uh, oh, I just want to cringe out of the seat. <laughs> Why did I do that? That's hilarious. Uh, you bring up the music video and actually brings up a question I recently was thinking to myself that I've never understood how this works with music videos and not that the, the, that this is America music videos about this but music videos as a medium what is their purpose and where is their profitability come from it's just to promote the album right yeah okay. the song selling it so then does there who how where's the money like come I assume from? the label pays for it okay so I was listening again to that one podcast and there was and there was a they, they, he had an interview with um Jesse Jesse something he was on the Amazing Race season with Bernie Nashley Ventura the the, the prankster couple YouTubers oh right right yeah um, the predator he talks for about those keeping track of him. oh God Blaine what I'm talking about predator it's my birthday leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> thank you for washing your hands oh no. <laughs> Anyways, he talked about that he worked with Snoop Dogg on the the that uh, Ronald Klump uh, music video they made, mm -hmm. and he says in the interview that him and Snoop Dogg split the cost of the music video, and he paid for half of it, and then Snoop Dogg paid for half. So then, if a 
because he directed it also. Okay. Is, is, and he he like wrote it. Um, uh, the Jesse. So where does he get that money back? Right. I don't know. I I always I just always assumed it was the label who pays for music videos in order to promote album sales. Yeah. Maybe. But, they, then, but then, like, aren't they some of them like? Ex- like I got it. They're so expensive to make some of them that I would just wonder like where does that money come back? I don't know. I don't have the answer I just it was a question. I've always thought it's like I mean it just promotes right it makes it, it presents a cool image It's like not only does it move album sales But it's like it puts you in a positive mindset for that artist and you might want to see them in concert yes. or maybe buy merchandise mm-hmm. like so it's just promotion, right? Yeah, if it's like a visual Music video then you're probably gonna want to go see them perform and maybe back in the day when it was on TV like the TV You know like MTV would buy you know, distribution rights or, or well, that I mean, kind of thing. Well, now also they might have, you know, money from YouTube views. Yeah. But like a 10 million viewed or a 60 million viewed video on YouTube, would that ups- upset the cost of like a ver- like a Taylor uh, well, Swift music video? Yeah, think I, would, I think that music videos typically pay out less because people don't watch them as actively. They normally like put them on like on YouTube mm-hmm. and then like tab away to something else. I think when music videos started becoming a popular thing, like with MTV... I mean, there's a song about it, Video Killed the Radio Star. Do you think, mm-hmm. like, all the ugly artists were like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, I'm so fucked right now. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's always a jarring experience when you have listened to someone's voice for a very long time and then get to see their picture for the first time. I had it when I, when I looked up you guys for the first time because mm-hmm. I had heard you guys You're like, for quite oh, God. a while. Yeah. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Throw the computer away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you just, I don't know, it's, it's impossible for your brain to not craft some sort of predisposed idea of what you might look like when you hear like a radio person yeah. or something like that. And then when you see them, or like same thing has happened when I've met online friends for the first time that I never saw. Mm-hmm. It's just jarring because it's almost like that. It's a miniature experience of like what you see as people who like have, uh, are missing like a sense and then get it for the first time and them having to like, come to terms with how that marries with the sense they already had. I think it's like the same thing where you have to like, all right, so that voice is coming out of that mouth now. I'm okay with that. That's normal. This will now replace the mental image that I had. I had a a community member come up to me and she was like, just so you know, you're the only rooster teeth person that I know who they look like. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she's like, I've been a rooster teeth, like a red versus blue fan for years. I don't want to know what Sarge, Griff, Caboose, any of those guys look like. And I was like, what? Okay, and I was like, I was like, do you want me to like point them out? And she's like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to know, I don't want to know. And I was like, uh, okay. And she like walked off. It was like the weirdest thing. Like, how interesting. She didn't want to know what you looked like, Gus. She didn't know what. I don't blame her. Really, I think so. like most people don't shouldn't be subjected <laughs> to that. Uh, but I, I got I got distracted, so I, I I went back to talk about something. I ended up talking about Atlanta instead. But uh, we didn't talk about how Rick and Morty got renewed for seventy episodes. Yeah, how does that work? I thought that they were on the outs. No, Royal all they had said was that they, they, they hadn't been renewed. They were on the outs, yeah. But I heard that they were going through a personal thing. Like that something was going on between those two or something. Between Royland and, and Harmon. Uh, Harmon. Which I, I don't want that. Like, I fucking love those guys, but yeah. I think some cre- I think the rumors that they had some creative differences during season four, uh-huh. the most recent stuff, and that's why it was delayed, that they, you know, had to try to hammer out some stuff. I'm going I mean, that's just 70 episodes. Did, did, did anybody specify if that's like a season? No, they didn't. They did not specify anything beyond that. That's a that's that's animation. That's a lot. That's a lot of animation. I mean, yeah, I really love Rick and Morty, but I, it's that's one of those things that I'm actually not a proud like I'm not proud to talk about super publicly because I think the Rick and Morty fan base is kind of one of the most toxic ones. There was a part. There was a portion of the fan base that did create a lot of toxicity. They, I don't think they were well, the entire not all fan of them. Base. I don't want to broad sweep. Yeah. No, but well, like, you, you you gotta continue to be. 
a good example of but the But you're fandom. part of the fan base. Right. Yeah. I'm part of the fan base. I loved it and it didn't have any of that. Well, but I hate you though. I didn't and burn I hate down myself. McDonald's. So I'm saying like I don't like the Rick and Morty fan base because it's people like us and I don't like us. I'm not going to be near you at the gym, okay? You be on your side. Fish I'm going to be on my says. side, okay? Oh, we're going to the gym. You going to go to the gym with us later, Gus? No. There's my no way in hell. Gus, Gus is my birthday gym, wish. Have I ever been in a gym? Gus, I can get you in for free. It's my birthday wish, I don't know. It's my birthday wish. No, no, no. It's my lifelong wish to not do that. How about that? I, I, I pull seniority on you. I think I Gus is stubborn enough that if that was your birthday wish every year, he would make his birthday wish every year to not have to do it with mm. you. Or like watch me eat a Gordo's donut or something like that. That sounds pretty awesome. To watch Blaine eat a Gordo's yeah, donut? Yeah, can I film it? Just for, for personal research purposes? I just want to put it on the internet. That'd be fun. That's the thing, right? Like people are into watching. Like, you did it. I, but I mean like like a fetish thing. Yeah. The one I did, it wasn't a fetish thing. Right, but you don't know if people watching you were not experiencing their fetish. You're making me rethink <laughs> our project. Was now. that just like a just a thing that yeah, you just, just you wanted? Just wanted want to see if uh, if it took off. If people this were is perfect because this is allowing me to segue to a question I wanted to ask. Okay, which is, Gus, how are you at home with your wife? Like, like, what is your interaction? That's a personal question. It what, is a personal. What do you question. mean? Like. How do you, how do you, what is your guys' dynamic when you're at home? Because I consider you a very uh, interesting and quirky person, and even your wife I've kind of garnered is that as well. So, like, what's your guys' like rhythm at home? Do you, are you guys just like, you get home and you just guys watch a show together? Do you guys to go to your own place? BDSM leather uh, cave. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like, uh, it's a lot of shared interest as far as uh, like media and internet stuff. I gotcha. mean, we spend, we, we spend a lot of time. It sounds weird to say, but we spend a lot of time. You know, looking for stuff online to make each other laugh. Okay, like it's like trying to almost like trying to one up each other. So you guys like, send each other like memes you find on Reddit or stuff like that, or funny pictures right, you find yeah. on Twitter and that kind of thing, or like recontextualize stuff. She doesn't game. No. Did she and watch so, you game? Does she care for you? No, game? not really. No. So what if you, you game, has she like watch you play any like really narrative stories? Yeah, she really enjoyed watching me play the Walking Dead series. That's a while Telltale. Ago. Okay. So when you're gaming, what does she do? Um, she's using the internet or cool. so other get, stuff, watching TV, whatever. Okay. Not that like couples like at all have to be constantly like around each other. I mean, when whenever yeah. riots in town, we we spend a good amount of time together. But then we also like we need our separation yeah. time because we're very. It's also people. different when you're like in town? when you have like limited time with someone. She's not in town. You no, know I'm saying you have separation time when she's in town. Yeah, I mean, it's we kind of actually had this conversation at the end of this last trip. She was here where she was here for about like ten days, and then we yeah, it's a pretty good amount of time. It's a pretty good amount of time, and um. And we had this funny conversation over one of our last meals that we had at the house together where um, I turned to her and I was like, I, I wanted to talk to her about something. And this we, we had these conversations once in a while where we just kind of have to have talk about our relationship a little bit. And I I told her, I was like, I'm really sad you're you have to go home to London. I said, but I'm I'm very glad I get to have my regular rhythm of my life back. Because when she's here, basically we have two modes. Either we don't see each other at all because she lives in London, mm -hmm. or when she's here, we are then you see each other constantly. We are then forced to be roommates mm -hmm. without any other option. And so and so and we are both two very independent people. We are both people who need not just like, but we need our alone time. We need also our space that is ours that we've cre created, I can think. Mine is my apartment that I live by myself. Hers is her the way the she 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 lives with siblings, but she has her own space in her room and and her like workshop and everything like that. And so we both realized that after like a few days of having to like be around each other all day long. Because mm -hmm. um, I took a few days off when she first came this last time. And so we were just like hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. We both like, we need to like, you need to go over there and then I need to go over <laughs> there. And that, and we're okay with that. We're not yeah. mad at each other. Yeah. We just like, 
I'm going to put my headphones on. You're going to put your headphones on and we're fine. Yeah. I mean, a lot of I will still, we, I mean, I know what you mean with the whole distance relationship thing, but like we'll be in the same room, like, but she'll be like working or reading something. I'll be playing like video games. Right. And that helps. And, and like we, we do that. Like there was plenty of times where she would be on her laptop watching like a hockey game or something. And then I'd be on my computer playing a video game and we're not interacting with you, you have to at be all actively engaged with but each other. there's even a, a certain amount of like getting to like know that you're going to go to your room or yeah. your I house think, i mean that's like a healthy progression for i think just about any relationship you got to have like you got to be comfortable having your own time as well to, yeah to recharge and, and we need to like a, a lot of it more than probably i think most couples mm. like as far as like in comparison to previous relationships i had like we like our, but we respect that, and it's it's totally what is just our our thing. And and we it was one of those conversations where I brought that up, and she went, "Yeah, me too, actually." Like <laughs> it was one of those things you worry that the person's gonna take offense to the fact, like I'm, but I'm glad you're leaving, that kind of thing. But it wasn't that. They're totally just, on board. Yeah. Just realized it's you and me on the podcast. It's the end of the fucking podcast, though, and we didn't tell the story about. <gasps> but I don't want to tell it in the post show. Tell My divorce. Uh, can we? You want to tell a story? Do we have time for it now? Sure, why not? We'll go a little long. Okay, so we've we've teased this story about that Blaine is part of my divorce. And before, yes, Blaine is a official capacity. Blaine is a formal part of my divorce. Ooh, I don't know this story. Yeah, no one, not very a lot of people in the company know it that I've shared this story because I shared this my divorce story with a lot of people. But um, so this thing happened when I was going through my divorce when uh, when we were fighting over custody of the kids and and uh, so we're both coming up with reasons why you know, we should have what we're asking for on our side of the divorce. Um, and during that whole process, lawyers will often uh, get as much information as, as possible from you. And then the other lawyer might also request information from you or bring up what they're, they'll, they'll, they'll divulge what their case is, and then you have to kind of respond to it. So I go to my lawyer one day and have a meeting and, and she uh, tells me all the stuff that she needs to get from me. And we had a good meeting and then I left and I got a phone call from my lawyer after I left. And on the phone call, she goes, oh, I forgot to ask you for something. I need you to give me all of your social media. And what, I was like, what does that mean? Well, she said, I need your, I need, I need you to give me your, your, all of your social media. And I was like, okay. Um, so my brain went, what does that mean? And I went, okay, I know you can download certain social media and give it. Like I know there's a Twitter yeah. download. You can yeah. archive all of your Twitter. Facebook has it too. Um, so I told her, I was like, okay, I can download my Twitter. I use Tumblr, but I don't know how to give you that. And I was like, and, and that's about it. And I was like, I don't have a Facebook account because I deleted it when I left California. So I don't have that. And she went, you don't have a Facebook account? And I said, no. And she's like, okay. Um, which I, I assumed she thought was odd because it's just weird not to have a Facebook account, especially this is like three years ago. Wasn't mm -hmm. she like, though, like, are you being completely honest with me yeah. right now? She, she just went like, huh. And I was like, okay, go. You give me what you can and we'll be good. So then we had a meeting like just a few days later and we talked about a bunch of stuff. And then she's like, well, I need to talk to you about one more thing um, that uh, was why I asked you about your social media. And she said, um, so <laughs> you say you don't have a Facebook account. I was like, no. And she's like, so um, because of some social media stuff that your ex found, she's under the impression that uh, you did not move here uh, to... Uh, work at Roost Teeth. You, you moved here because uh, of a previous relationship and or want to stay here because of a relationship you're, not, you're in, not because, you know, you want your kids or you want your job or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I went... Because of a lover. Don't know how that works. And so my brain immediately went to how often we make very uh, uh, amorous jokes in the office even years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, funny jokes about each other and that kind of thing on Twitter. And so I explained to her that's what we did. And she's like, yeah, okay, well, we just need to, like, make a case of 
what's going on and, and we'll figure it out. And I was like, cool. So then weeks go by and I finally like have a conversation with my ex about a few things and I decided to bring this up and I bring up like, what is going on with this accusation? So my ex tells me that she found on the internet a Facebook account that had my face and all my information. That's the basic information you could put in there. <laughs> and it said I was in a relationship. Who was that in a relationship with, Gus? Birth, birth, <laughs> birth, birthday boy? So, for so, the audio listeners, it is me. It's, it's Blaine. So the Facebook account said I was in a relationship with Blaine, had all these pictures of me and him and everything like that. Just a clarification, this was clearly a fan account. It was a right. fan-made account. This is how the conversation went. She said the Facebook account had all this stuff, had all this information from you, and then she's like, and then I found these stories that people wrote about you doing things to like your coworkers and, <laughs> oh, and these encounters. At this point, I was having the conversation in the parking lot here, and I was like way out behind bu the bungalow. And if someone was out there, they would have heard someone scream, that's fan fiction. <laughs> like just off in the distance, someone's screaming that. <laughs> and so she's like, I didn't know what that is. And I saw all this stuff and I was freaking out. And I thought that it was like you were like having a relationship and that's why you're doing this. I was like, I'm not. I'm not fucking Blaine. And so, and I've never have. Um, not going to say we never are, but. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I asked her, okay, so now that you, I, do you believe me that this is not the thing? And she's like, yes, I believe you. I was like, well, then tell your fucking lawyer to take it off our case because if it's not off the case, we have to defend it. Yeah. Because if it's there, we have to make a defense for it. Wow. Weeks went by. That's not how the story ends. Oh, my God. Weeks went by and it got close to our court date. Mm -hmm. And we kept asking, have you taken this off yet? Because it's not off the case yet. We have not removed it from the documents. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, he's going to do it. And my lawyer's going to do it leading all the way up to right before the case. And so I was left with no choice but defending myself. And I was asked by my lawyer that I had to bring Blaine to the court as a witness. So then one day <laughs> I get a text message and John's basically like, hey, kind of awkward. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I need you to come and testify as a character witness that we are not in a gay romance together. And I was like, oh, good one, John. And then he was like, no, no. This and then he, he laid out the story as he just told you. And uh, so, yeah, I was luckily, like, oh. luckily for me, I was so embarrassed for it. Once I explained it, Blaine was like, hell yeah, I'll come to your court. <laughs> <laughs> so then the night before the case, I'm in my closet. No, phrasing. <laughs> I'm, a very loud I'm from standing Eric. in front of my closet looking at all my clothes and I'm like, how do I dress that says that I'm not in a gay romance with my friend John? So I'm trying to pick the straightest clothes, but everything I have is what like athletic cut, like super tight fitting. I've got a pair of pink pants, like everything's skinny fit. And I was like, oh my God. John's going down. Oh no. <laughs> the story ends very sadly. Because well, no, we, we go the, to the court the, the next story day. ends very sadly because we go to the court, we show up. I get sworn in. Everybody gets sworn in. Well, we all get sworn in, and and um actually Emily McBride, our former e-commerce, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. she was there also to testify like what I did at the at the office and like that, that. We were indeed not fucking at the um, office. And so we go into the courtroom and everything like that. Everyone gets sworn and everything like that. Um we're up in the front, and then all the witnesses are in the back and everything like that. And up front, my lawyer brings up this part of the case and brings up that we were told this was not going to be part of the case. Is it part of the case or not? And I'm like, huh, huh? Blaine uh, is getting uh. so anxious. He's ready to just spill the beans at how fucking straight he is. 
And I brought dumbbells to exhibit A. <laughs> that is what not is what, is that that what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Gay guys don't work out. Oh, good, good point. They work out more than I do, probably. <laughs> exhibit what, A. What is straight what? porn. <laughs> um, so at that point, that is that, and only then is when her lawyer says, "No, this is not part of our case." So Blaine was sadly dismissed and was not called upon to witness in my divorce. I had to take the day off of work and everything. Yeah. I parked downtown. I had to pay for parking and expressed to me after the court that even I, I won and the, the court, the, the divorce ended uh, fine, everything like that. But that Blaine was really sad that he could not testify in my divorce and was not actually part of the actual hearing. I got sworn in. I was at the, you, you did know. get sworn in. You were sworn into my divorce case. Also, I feel like you brought us, brought us closer together, John. It did. It did. Brought us closer together. It did. It's good times. Don't, um, don't hold hands. Careful. Yeah. Well, the, the, the papers are done. Now I can have sex with him. Okay. So we're good. So that's the show, folks. John and I are going to go have birthday sex. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, no.